Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the iBug Buzz for, what is this, January 10th, 2022. My name is, oh, and this is episode number 516. My name is Brad Snyder, and along with my co-host, Sonny Rao, we are here to talk about the iOS world, the iBug Buzz is an open forum where we talk about all things iOS. That includes hardware such as your, your iPhones, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV. We might even talk about the iPod Touch. We talk about us related apps and maybe hardware goodies. Just everything in the iOS world. We um, stick to that tonight. Um, this call is being recorded and once we're done it will be available on uh, the ibugtoday.org website and i believe it's still available on the sight into sound website it can also be uh listened to through your favorite podcast uh player app um or it's also available on the um on your smart speaker of your of your choice, uh, just by asking your device to play the iBug Buzz podcast. Let's see. As I said, this call is being recorded. So to help us get as clean a recording as possible, we ask that everybody stay on mute unless you're talking, and uh, that'll help us get a clean recording. Uh, then what we'd like you to do is if you'd like to ask a question or make a comment or something, um, we don't use the raise hand feature. What we ask you to do is unmute yourself, say your name, and either Sandhya or myself will call on you. And then once called on, you can ask your question or make your comment. We ask that when someone else is speaking, please let them complete whatever it is they're saying before you you know, say your name and, and, and try to get your foot in the door. Uh, as I said, um, we ask everybody to stay muted. So let's go over how to do all that. If you're joining us on your iPhone tonight, you'll find uh, on the Zoom app, you'll find the uh, mute button is in the lower left corner of the screen. And it's a toggle. You tap it, it'll unmute, tap it again, it'll mute you. If you're joining us tonight on a Windows PC, you want to use Alt-A. If you're joining us tonight on a Mac, it would be Command-Shift-A. And if you're on either one of those, it's possible that you can uh, use your spacebar to mute and unmute by holding it down. You'll be unmuted by letting go of it. You'll go back to being on mute. That's a real handy way to do it. If you're joining us on an iPad, it's similar to the iPhone, except the mute button is in the, it's on the top, near the top of the screen, slightly to the right of dead center. And last but not least, if you're joining us on a telephone call, you want to use uh, star six that will mute and unmute you if you're joining us tonight through a, you know, regular dial-in phone connection. Um, I think that's everything. Um, all my do's and don'ts and all that kind of stuff. Um, why don't we uh, hand it off to Sandy? Are you going to do the announcements tonight? I don't hear Michael here. 
All right. Thank you, Brad. Uh, yes, we've got a good, good mix of things coming up this week. So as you are here, you uh, if you're here, you already know that we are starting at our new time of 7 p.m. Central Time and ending at 9 p.m. Central Time. So adjust your calendars accordingly. And I know you know how to do that. Um, <laughs> we've talked about that and uh, we'd love for you to be here as long as you can be here and absorb all this information. Okay, so then Tuesday we have Clubhouse from 5 to 6 p.m. Central. Get all times I mentioned are Central. Uh, so there, we're going to be doing the mini buzz. So tomorrow, it's going to be similar to what we're doing here, but it'll be just for one hour and on a different platform. So if you think of some questions in the middle of the night that we didn't get to or whatever, you come tomorrow and we will take care of it. Then Thursday, we get the day off Wednesday. Thursday, we will have Vila Book Club. We're going to be reading Commonwealth, Commonwealth, and it is by Ann Patchett, DB, DB 86,217. So there you go. You can check it out. It's 10 hours and 19 minutes. Start now. You'll be done by Thursday. Then let's see, Friday's the iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. We will have our big reveal at the halftime show at the midpoint of our call, which now will be at 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, then we have the weekend will be peacefully off, <laughs> but uh, be checking out. We just had an awesome iBug Cafe yesterday. Uh, led by Shri, and we talked about Zoom, the, you know, what basically we have been on for several years now, and um, still there's a lot to learn. So that podcast has been uploaded to our, thanks to our lovely volunteers. So check it out, check it out. And um, let's see. So, and we uh, thank uh, all of our, our uh, presenters yesterday. That was Terry Ann and Brad and Mr. McCullough. So, and of course, to Shri. All right. So, Brad, that's all I got for you now. So, handing it back to you. All right. Thank you, Sandia. Okay. Next thing we'd like to do before we, we get moving with our questions and hopefully some answers is the iBug tradition of taking a tour around the room and letting everyone get a chance to tell us your name, tell us where you're joining us from. And most importantly, if you are new to iBug, and especially if this is your first time joining us on your call, we want to know. We're not going to make fun of you or point fingers at you or put you on the spot. We just like to give, it, give us all a chance to welcome you and recognize our new attendees. So to get us started, my name is Brad and I'm in Dallas, Texas. Nancy Stevens from Bend, Oregon. Dan from San Diego, California. Elisa Porter. No, from Cincinnati, Ohio. Pete Elisa Cook Porter, from Durham, Texas. North. Pete Cook from Durham, North Carolina. Welcome, Pete. Sabrina from Texas. Hi, Sabrina. Welcome. This is Herbie in Houston. Hey, Herbie. I'm sorry, I didn't hear your name. Your voiceover was talking. That's my, not my voiceover, it's someone else's. This is okay, Carol somebody else's. 
Okay. And I love the meeting yesterday. Thank you to all the presenters. Well, thank you and welcome. Who else we got? Ned, Ohio, Texas. I heard Ned, and who else was that? Judy in Connecticut. Hey, Judy. Marvin from Chicago. Hey, Marvin. Sharon from New York. Hey, Sharon. Hey. Xavier, Atlanta. Hey, Xavier. Ann from St. Louis, Missouri. Hello, Ann. Welcome. Billy from Houston, Linda. Texas. Welcome, Billy. Linda from Humble, Texas. Hey, Linda. Helene from Arizona. Hi. Welcome. This is Sunday from Houston. Hey, Sunday. And this is Stephen from Austin. Hey, Stephen. This is Shree from Fairfax, Virginia. Shree from Fairfax. Nice. Greg from Texas. Jody. Greg and Jody. Yes. Yeah, Jody from Swansea, New Hampshire. All right, Jody. Is it cold up there, Jody? Oh, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow's high is <laughs> eight degrees. Oh. Very nice, I guess, if you're used to it. Who else we got? Is that it? That's it. One more chance. Okay. All right. What we like to do is donate the first part of our show, perhaps the first four minutes to beginners and beginner questions. So if we have anyone who's new joining us, uh, new or relatively new, we'd like to give you guys a question, opportunity to ask your questions and uh, help you get going with your devices. And um, this is Sonia. Oh, yes. I think Pete. Pete is a new caller. Pete, are you Pete? a new caller? Yeah, Pete Cook. Yes, I actually uh, called in a few months ago, and then I'm I was out of town for a little bit. Okay. Uh, but that, so that was this is actually like my second or third call. But oh, uh, so uh, we don't have to be nice to you anymore then. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're still no. we're still going to be nice. To oh, you. we are. Okay, Brad's the we'll nice. Be nice one. to Go ahead, everybody. So oh, okay, okay. just you know. I appreciate that way. it. What kind of device you got, Pete? I'm on an iPad iPad. All right. Yes. What kind of iPad? Uh, I just got it, so I'm not even sure. Okay, um, that's on, cool. It's on uh, the iOS 15. So oh, good. So you're up to date. Very yeah. good. Very good. Very good. Okay, thank you. We, we got anybody else who's new who would like to speak up and share? Okay, well, Who'd like to ask our first question and get the ball rolling tonight? Um, this is Helene. Okay, go ahead. I, I mentioned this on the call in the rear rear view mirror, that, and I was said told maybe ask the question tonight about okay. I had I had I fell on my property and I didn't happen to have anything with me and. Um, I didn't have my cane. I didn't have my phone with me. And um, I was thinking about a life alert. And then I was thinking about other things. And then I heard that if you press five times, I have a 2SE phone, that if you press the, the button, the power 
button, not the home button, but the side button. If I press it five times, it will go to an SOS, like a 911. Um, is that true or is there a better idea? Okay, who would like to? Can you, can you do that with Alexa? I, I know that you can say Alexa, Alexa. call oh, Alisa? Alexa? Oh, hold it, hang on, hang on. Go ahead, oh, Alisa. Go ahead, Alisa. You can do it with the power button and the volume button. If I'm not mistaken, somebody else can help me. I think it's the power, the side button was, five times. Yeah, I thought quickly. it was both of them. No, five that's times. something different. This but is Herbie. Yes. Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. Wrong. I don't know yeah, by default, unless you've disabled it, which I have, because, um, but if you click the power, power button really fast five times, it will trigger the siren. And what you're thinking of, Elisa, is if you hold in the side button and the volume button, it will bring up a screen that will include the pa slide to power off and emergency SOS. So that is a second way of um, bringing it up. And if you do trigger the emergency SOS, just so you know what to expect, is you're going to hear a really loud siren go off a couple times. And unless you hit the cancel button, then it's going to call 911 and... If you've set up an emergency contact, it will let them know also that you triggered the emergency SOS and what your location is. So there you go. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. Yeah, one of the things that I would also suggest um, that I was going to mention today for you was to set up your phone to have Hey Siri be active. So that means, uh, you know, when you say Hey Siri, it's going to activate your phone, even if the phone is not with you or near you, I should say. And one of the things that you could do, if something like this happens again, you could say, hey, Siri, call 911. And when you say it, call 911 with speaker. So when you do that, your speaker will automatically kick in as it dials 911. So that way you can speak as well as you can hear the phone if the phone is not near you. But you do have to turn on the H-E-Y-S-I-R-I word active so you could do that that would be another way uh if the phone is not near you to call emergency or even if, even if it's with you to be able to do that without having to actually physically dial the number uh this is helene I, I i like that idea the best so far because i usually have the phone in a kivo around my neck um unfortunately the way i fell i probably would have hit the phone but um, I would have been lying on top of it, um, but I think it still would have heard those words. And I, I, many times a day I say, hey, Siri, where are you? And she says, I'm right over here. So I know that works. So that's a great idea. This is Shree. All right, go ahead, Shree. Yeah, I just want to just make sure when you do that, you say with speak, because that's critical. Because otherwise, you know, you're not going to hear them. You're just, it's just going to be... Um, come with the earpiece versus the speakerphone. So it's very important to say with speaker. Um, right. I, don't, I don't understand with speaker. The... So you're gonna say H-E-Y Siri, call yeah. 911 with speaker. Oh. Not just 911, you have to say 911 yeah. with speaker. Okay, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. All right, thank you, Shree, thank you, Leah. All right. Got... Can I ask uh, Shri a question? 
Will that with speaker bit work for anybody? Like, could you say, call, you know, mom with speaker and it'll do that? Okay, hold on one one second. We had Dana before you, so yeah. just hold oh, tight. Uh, that's okay. That's all right. Go ahead, Dana. Go ahead. Dana. Yeah, I was just gonna comment to the person that asked about nine one one that you say with speaker, hey, hey, S I R I, uh, call nine one one with speaker. Um, that way, you don't have to hold the phone to your ear. It'll just come out the bottom of your phone. Okay, very good. And let's see, who was our other person that had a question? Sharon. Thanks. Sorry. Okay. So I go ahead. To ask, will that work like for any like for any call? If you tell her, if you tell her to call, you know, Joe and you say with speaker, will then she put put him on speaker? Well that's go yes, ahead, sorry. Tree. Uh, yes, and if you also have, uh, <clears throat> if you have that feature in enabled, you could also answer the phone by saying, hey, S-I-R-I, answer the call, but you just have to kind of be loud because it has to hear that over the ringtone, but you can also do that too. Can I, Sharon, again, can I ask another question then? Just go ahead, Sharon. Does because uh, I'm low vision, so I have sometimes I have voiceover on, sometimes I have voiceover off. Does voiceover have to be on for that to work? This is Shri. Go ahead, Shri. So it's it's this is about having the Siri feature turned on with HEY Siri turned on. Yeah. So you can have voiceover and that turned on. You just have to be careful that. <clears throat> when you are calling it out, you have to be aware that there is secondary noise there. So you might have to be a little bit louder than just uh, if, if uh, versus making, versus answering the call versus uh, having it, uh, uh, you know, calling emergency versus actually picking up an incoming call. Got this it. Is, this is Brad. I think she's asking, this is something that's a separate feature independent of voiceover because she said she sometimes doesn't have voiceover on. This is Shree. Yeah, go ahead, Shree. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I was actually thinking about it after you kind of brought it up. I did think about it. Yes. So there are actually two different things. You know, you have voiceover as the accessibility side, and then you have the the wake word, H-E-Y-S-I-R-I, which you can enable it or turn it on or off in this in the Siri uh, settings. Right, it's Sharon. I always said that is enabled, but I didn't know she could do that. And what's the way you have to tell her to hang up the phone? Just say, hey, blah, hang up the phone and she'll do it? Uh, this is Shree. Yeah, go ahead, Shree. Yeah, I'm not sure there's a way. I've figured out how to hang up the call that way. Uh, I just know how to answer the call. I haven't quite, if there is one a command out there, I'm not aware of it, but uh, someone else might know the answer to that. But as, as far as I know, I don't think you can hang it up, but I could be wrong. This is Nancy. Go ahead, Nancy. Could you say end call? Well, you'd, you'd be saying it and your, your, your person might be on the phone mm -hmm. still. So, <laughs> but you could try saying, hey, so... Uh, end, end call. 
This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. I think the reason why it's not going to work is I don't think Siri can activate when you're actually on a phone call. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Thank you, Herbie. All right. Let's uh, see if we can get another question going. This is Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. Um, so I was teaching a student the other day and, um, we were trying to delete a junk contact and it used to be that you would swipe all the way to the right after notes and such. And there is not a delete on contacts in 15.2 that I could find. And I tried using the swipe down gesture tried a couple different things and I can't figure out how you delete a contact now anybody know in this is this is crucial yeah go ahead crucial so did you go into the edit uh of the contact because Mm -hmm. okay yep I tried it both ways and there's a um what does it say? Um, you should be able to, in, if you go into the edit thing, you should. There should be a delete contact option. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's this I'm is not, Judy. I'm not finding it. Go for it, Judy. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, um, Judy. <laughs> well, after you, you know, you hit the edit up at. The, I I find it at the top left. I don't know, but anyways, um, then then you touch down at the bottom. At least that's where I touch, and where it says toolbar, then it'll mm-hmm. say trash or delete. Or you might just have to swipe once on the toolbar and delete or trash is right there. Okay, thanks. I'll try that. This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Um, Since it was a junk contact, well, but just in general, was it one that came from a source like Facebook or anything like that? This is Nancy. Go ahead, Nancy. Um, No, we called it junk so that she knew she could get rid of it because we were okay, just because I've had her. some issues in the past with that with like deleting a Facebook contact, but um, okay, no, it was it just uh, I just haven't seen that. I, I haven't tried updating my contacts, obviously. So this yeah. is crucial again. Go ahead, crucial. I just checked, and there is if you go into the edit field, it's it is at the bottom after link contact. There is a delete contact option. Huh. Or if you've got um, if you've got a message from an unknown number in your messages, there is an option to report junk in the thing as well. This so is Nancy. If you, if you, yeah. Go on. Okay, go ahead, Nancy. So it's it's in my contacts. It's not, um, it's, it didn't come in as a message. We were trying to create the contact okay. so I could show her how to create and delete a contact. Okay. I, so yeah. it is, it is definitely under there. So maybe check again, or, uh, have you tried troubleshooting stuff like, you know, uh, turning off your phone and turning it back on and stuff? Um, not at that moment, I didn't. Sorry, it's Nancy again. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But I have turned it off since then. But I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself on mute and play with it for a second, see what I can figure okay. out. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, crucial everybody there. Okay. 
Who's got a next question for us? Alisa. Go ahead. What is the walkie-talkie app on an SE watch for? Wow. So I recently got one for Christmas. <laughs> and I'm wow. like, what is this for? A walkie-talkie feature on the watch. This is Nancy. Well, I don't know if it's on a new okay. phone Nancy, go ahead. I think it's a little gimmick. <laughs> I played with it with a friend of mine. It was a long distance thing. And I, I think it's, I don't, I don't know why. Uh, I have the watch SE as well. And I've played with it a little bit, but I think it's not super convenient to use. Uh, a friend of mine and I were talking. This is Herbie. Oh, sorry. You, you done, Nancy? Uh, I'll finish my sentence if that's okay. Yes, yeah. please. Okay. Um, finish your paragraph. Anyway, um, I found it much easier to just talk on the phone than to use the walkie-talkie, so I'm not okay. sure what, what it's there for. Okay, now go ahead, Herbie. So walkie-talkie is basically what it sounds like. It's a walkie-talkie feature. It's only available for the Apple Watch. I... And think of it as sending somebody a voice message, but they're getting it in real time instead of you, um, them hearing it after you send it. So you literally connect with your friend, you push to talk, and then as you are talking, what you are saying, they're hearing what you are saying on their watch in literally real time. So um, it's useful if you want to talk to somebody out loud but you don't want to be connected like on the actual phone um so it's that's the idea of the walkie-talkie feature that's it thank you herbie yeah this is brad a couple of months ago i did a, i bug the buzz bite segment on that and sandy and i demonstrated how to use the walkie-talkie feature back and forth with each other on this call it's a neat little it's a neat little utility, but uh, um, it's got its limitations, but it's it's neat. Anyway, all right. Who's got another question for us? This is Dan. Yes, Dan. Okay. Um, regarding the, the HomePod uh, minis that Apple sells, is there a way to use those two speakers in a stereo mode? And I think there is. And how do you set that up? Okay, that's a good question. Who's familiar with the HomePod Mini? And can you set it up in stereo? And how do you do it? This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. So I have it at my office. And I have to admit, um, I need a sighted person to do it. Uh, there was one aspect of it where I had to pan my uh, phone to the Apple TV and then I had to pan it back and I just could not do it. Um, I need someone to kind of point my camera towards the, the right direction. And personally, there are some features in there that is not accessible. There's a button in there that's going to say single or pair, and it's a radio button. 
but when you, when you swipe right to it, it bypasses it. Like voiceover didn't recognize those two radio buttons. And I would not have known un unless a sighted person told me, hey, you just skipped it. And I did bring that issue up with the accessibility, let them know that particular um, elements was not accessible through voiceover. So it is definitely doable once it's set up, it's relatively uh, straightforward afterwards, but I would, uh, at least for me, I needed a sighted person to help me configure it. Uh, this is Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Um, well, uh, 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 Shri, you brought up Apple TV. If do you, do you need an Apple TV in order to set up the speakers in stereo? This is Shri. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I connected through my Apple TV. I, you may not need it through the Apple TV. Um, uh, you know, may, I'm pretty sure you could pair it other ways, otherwise too. I just don't know the other way, whether that radio button is still going to come up as a not accessible uh, feature. Cause that's at least what I saw. And, um, but I've not tried it just hooking it up as a, you know, for my phone as two stereo mini pods. Um, but my only concern is if there is that option where you're pairing up two of the, uh, uh, the mini pods, if the app has that same selection for to determine between a, a single unit versus a pair, if that is still going to be accessible or not. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, thank you. Yeah. All right, thanks, guys. All right, who's got another question for us? This is Jody. Yeah, Jody, go ahead. Does anybody? Should I be cleaning out my lightning port? I have a dog and I'm wondering if like there's dog hair in there or something. I don't know. I just wonder if that's something that we should do like with a vacuum cleaner or not worry about it or just thinking about it. Okay. Ooh. Who's had experience cleaning out their lightning ports? Should we do it? Should we not worry about it? Anybody? I guess this, I guess Terry? nobody's worried about it. I'm sorry. This Who is Terry? That? Yeah, Terry, please. Yeah. Um I um had a dog for a number of years and uh, never had any issues with that, but I think that it seems to me this discussion came up somewhere along the line at a guide dog conference and I think the answer was you really shouldn't because you have to be really careful if you're going to do it. You kind of have to know what you're doing. And I, you know, personally, I would not do it, but I, I never had any issues with the lightning port. Are you asking the question because you're having some issues or you're just wanting to know out of curiosity? <laughs> This is Jody. No, I was just thinking out of curiosity. I was just, you know, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd ever think of poking anything in there, but, but I, um, I was thinking of maybe a little suction, even just, you know, drawing in breath from it or something might pull if there's something in there that might come out, but I, I wouldn't think of poking anything in there, especially metal. I would, this is Terry. You go ahead, Terry. 
I would say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix it. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. All right. Good advice. Shri. Yeah, Shri. So I have seen some YouTube videos where they have suggested cleaning it. Uh, they, people have recommended like a Q-tip uh, end of it to not really poke it, but just kind of like, uh, uh, you know, clean the, uh, if anything's kind of um, blocking the connection of the lightning port. Uh, but I would only suggest doing that if you notice some problems you're having with the lightning port making connection to the phone. If it's making good connection, then I would say you're good. But if you do see that you're not getting a good connection, then you might want to take a very soft, uh, like I said, a Q-tip and don't stab on it. Just kind of see if there's something that might it, yeah. uh, uh, block the connection. This is Herbie. Okay, thank you. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. One thought I also had too about um, cleaning the lightning port. Well, first of all, I think it really, if, unless your dog's doing stuff like licking your phone or whatever, you know, or licking your cord, <laughs> you should be fine. You could always do things like, you know, don't keep your power cord plugged in, keep it in a safe place where the dog can't get to it. So, and then you just have to take it out. But my overall thought was too, if you're going to clean the lightning port, I would imagine. I don't know if it would matter or not to make sure the phone is off just because, you know, you don't want to do anything with an active power connection with it active. So that's just my thought. I'll is just leave it alone. Thank you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't catch you. Chris. Go ahead. Chris. Chris. Yes, Chris. Go ahead. Uh, hi, Jody. What we have done in the past, we've taken, if there's something physical in there, we've taken a toothpick very, very gingerly going in there and, and cleaned it up with a toothpick. But we've, we've also used a, a canister of compressed air to kind of blow things out of it. Ms. Jody, thank you. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Let's see who's got our next one. Our next question. Who's up next? This is Herbie. Sir Herbie, go ahead. So I've had a weird problem and I'm just curious if anybody else uses that, um, if you even have the app, it's the iHeartRadio app. And sometimes it just likes to randomly come on even though it's not even opened or anything like that. And <clears throat> it's only that specific app. And I'm just curious if anybody else has experienced anything like it. This is Nancy. Go ahead, Nancy. Um, is it coming on? Um, oops, I hear somebody. Should we? Is that your radio? No, you're good. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I was wondering if by chance you were doing the magic tap or is it just coming on just for no reason? It's just coming on for no reason. Um, because mm -hmm. yeah, that was what I thought too. But even if I did the magic tap, that's, it wouldn't even come on cause it's, it wasn't even open today or anything like that. And then it just randomly started playing. I'd left the room and I come back and all of a sudden, you know, I heart's playing. I'm like, what, why I haven't even opened you. Hmm. And mm -hmm. I've heard of a similar issue. What's weird is I actually have heard of a similar issue, but it was a long time ago and it was an, on an Android device. And so I thought, you know, 
But yeah, I'm just curious if anybody else has ever experienced anything like that. And the phone's even been shut off and turned back on recently too. So it wasn't even, it hasn't even been opened in like several weeks. And then today just randomly started playing. So this is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. Is it possible that you'll need to um, uninstall and reinstall the app? I'm going to try that next. It happens so infrequently. It's something I didn't even think about, but it's on my mind because it happened literally an hour ago. So, yeah, I'm going to go try that. This is Tree. I was going to say, hang on, Tree. This is Brad. I was going to say, go through the app. It's got some settings in there. Um. I mean, I'd make sure it's not in your app switcher. I mean, I use the iHeartRadio app. I've been using it for years. For instance, I know there's some settings. One of them that I have turned on is to resume playing the last station when I open the app. But I don't think that's what you're doing. But so I don't even open go the through app. your settings. But I could double check that setting for sure. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Shree. I was just more curious. Do you know if your phone was close to any other devices that could have set something to maybe wake your phone to turn that on like if you had your home pod or something next to it around um, it? it's not right next to the home pod i don't have the uh h-e-i-y-s-i-r-y-i active um and i don't even think i touched it when i was last in here but um and like I said, the iHeart app, if anything, it should be playing like Audible if it was going to randomly turn on so or, or something, because that's what I no less had active. Usually it will play either that or like, you know, something from the music app. But um, but I would definitely check that setting with a resume playback and make sure that's turned off. All right, this All right. is Sonia. Uh, yeah, Sonia, Just want to encourage, you know, we've got lots of people on the call that, you know, you may have a question and this is your time. We're still, you know, in the beginning part of the call. So any kind of, you know, questions that you might have, I mean, everybody is welcome to ask questions and answer questions. So I'd really like for everybody to, you know, get involved. And if you have a question, go ahead and say your name and pose it. So thank you. This is Ned. Yeah, go ahead, Ned. Yes, I have the A-Lady app on my iPhone, and when I open the app, it says tap to enter A-Lady, and I tap and nothing happens. It doesn't open up. I don't get into it. If I, as I scroll down, I can see the last couple of radio stations I may have played. At the bottom is my home, you know, devices, now playing, settings, but I, I, I don't get into A-Lady when I'm tapping it. I don't this know if is, it's two-finger tap, single, I, I don't know. This is Brad. Have you tried giving it a command? I mean, I have it, and I know what you're talking about. You open it, and there's a button right there, and I make sure focus, I think, is on it by default, and I do a two-finger a one finger double tap. Okay. And I don't have to say, you know, a lady or whatever my trigger word is. I, I just speak to it. No, I, I, I don't speak. I don't speak to, I said a lady. Cause I didn't want to say 
the word wake anybody's devices up. So right, you it'll, shouldn't it'll, have to say wake words. You should just yes. I just tried tapping it. it. Yeah, it, it said tap to enter, and I tapped it, and nothing happened. You got to do a one finger double tap. Okay. And think tap because it says that for non voiceover people. Okay. This is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. I think you have to turn on, you have to go to settings and turn that feature on before you can use it. You know, giving access to the microphone and all that type of thing. Okay, this is Ned. I'll, I'll check the settings then. Thank you. Okay. Okay, good question, Ned. All right, who hadn't had a chance for to ask a, a question? Let's get somebody new in here. Anybody who hasn't had a chance to ask a question? This is your time. Dana. Dana. Yep. Um, I recently updated to a new iPhone 13 mini and um, okay. it's way too sensitive for me for my touch and I have been through all of the settings to find uh, sensitivity where is that found I cannot find it hmm. who knows how to adjust the sensitivity you talking about on the screen Dana right Correct. Hmm. Who knows how to adjust the sensitivity of the screen? I'm not sure I do. Uh, this is Dan. Yeah, Dan. I don't have any specifics on that, but I remember if you go into accessibility uh, and there's a section there that says the physical uh, motor settings or something like that, it might be in there. Uh, this Dana. Yes, Dana. Yeah, I've I've tried that and I, I just it didn't work for me, so I don't. I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Well, sorry, we're not able to come up with something for you. Uh, that's all right. Stumped everyone. Well, thank you. How about this? Have you tried shutting off and restarting your phone? Uh, I've done that, yeah, and it yeah, doesn't work either. I know you. I know you. <laughs> All right. Who hadn't had a chance Thanks. to ask a question? Thank you, Dana. Uh, this is Sabrina. I had a quick question. Yes, when, Sabrina. When y'all have y'all's voice over on, do y'all, when y'all are in public, y'all usually have uh, headphones on so other people can't hear what you're doing on your phone and they won't get annoyed or how does that work when you're in public? Hmm. This well, is Herbie. Yeah, Herbie. I most definitely do um, because A, it not only is not going to be annoying other people, but it also protects my privacy as well because I don't want other people hearing what my phone has to say. There are some times when I need to maybe do something on the phone and it's not convenient to have headphones on. Um, like, but, um, 99.9% .9 of the time I really try to have my headphones on when I'm out in public, um, because, you know, I don't want 
my phone blasting out loud to the entire world and it can make it really hard to hear too especially if you're in a like crowded environment or whatever okay uh thank you okay thank you sabrina okay who hadn't this had a kathy? chance yes kathy I wanted to comment to Dana that um, I, I changed something on my phone. It might have been slightly different. It might have been how much time the phone gives before it reacts to you. It was something where it's, you know, small. I was going to, I'm trying to, was trying to look for it, but it's taken me longer. But I, don't give up on it. There is a thing that makes it less sensitive. And I was just thinking maybe it's because your screen is so darn clean now. This is Dana. Okay. Thank you, Nancy, Kathy. Um, okay. Who would like this to This is Nancy. Us? Yes, Nancy. Um, I am having trouble with sending money through Apple Pay. Usually I can send it with messages. And um, for some reason right now it's showing in uh, my wallet that I've sent money to somebody but there isn't a message showing and it used to show when you know when I would send the message and so my wallet is showing the money is sent but there's no message and it did make the pling sound yesterday when I sent the money is anybody else having trouble with Apple Pay or with Wallet? Anybody got experience using Apple Pay? You talking Apple Pay or Apple Cash, Nancy? Uh, Apple Cash, sorry. Apple yes. Cash through the messages. Mm -hmm. Got any Apple Cash users out there? It used to work really this well. This is Herbie. Okay, Herbie. I I mean, so like when you say there's no message, they're not getting the message that they got the money or? That's what it, this Nancy, that's what it seems like is happening. So somehow there's a disconnect. It says, um, do you want to pay so-and-so, you know, $50 or whatever? And I say yes, and I do the touch ID and it goes pling like it usually does, but then it's not somehow getting it, it, it's not to the sending, other person. Yeah. It shows to me that it sent it. Right. Somewhere and have it's they out checked, in space. <laughs> and have they double checked their wallet to make sure that it's not showing up in there? I just asked her to do that to see if somehow they've changed how it's um, working, um, but I'm not. Because I've dealt with Apple Cash once recently. I had no problems. You know, I just went to the, I did it within the Messages app. Um, and, um, you know, just had it, we went to the app, someone to the Apple Pay and, you know, paid somebody and uh, they had no problems. So... Um, 
and your so yeah, I I I think they should check their wallet to see if it, and they should yeah they should get a notification within no they should get a message saying Nancy just paid you blah 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 with, I think that's what I got. I'd have to really dig through my messages now, but I think I did get a message when somebody, paid me initially. So, um, do they have like no? There's some people that like to have their do not disturb on all the time and stuff like that. You know, is that. Yeah, that's a, this Nancy. That's a good uh, suggestion. I can ask her about that. Yep. And if they get Apple Cat, you know, they will need to set it up for the first time. But yeah, they well, should. She's, I've paid her. I've paid right. her several times, so it, this usually works. <laughs> well, she should check her wallet first to see if the money's actually in there or not, and that would, um at least answer one question is she getting the money otherwise then you may want to call apple and ask them my money's in limbo that i just sent somebody where is it right this is nancy can i just say one more thing yes nancy please uh i just wanted to say thank you i don't know what was happening the other day but um the um edit it edit in the context did show me the delete button this time. I couldn't get it to do it the other day, but it's working now. So. <laughs> okay. Good deal. Thank you. Good to know. All right, buddy. All right. All right. This is Sonia. Yes, I have a follow-up for Dana. Uh, it's called, uh, I don't know if you went here and I'm not sure if this will address what you are talking about. There is something called, there's two things, there's haptic touch and then there's touch accommodation. And then under touch accommodation, you can control some of the sensitivities, but it didn't quite seem right, but I'm not sure. I mean, that's kind of where I would start, but maybe you already tried that, so. All right, thank you. Thank you, Sonia. All right. Who hadn't had a chance to ask a question? Let's get somebody new. This is Claudia. Hey, Claudia. Go ahead. Uh, I don't have, I'm having a weird problem with my AirPod case. My my AirPod case is not charging. It keeps saying it's 9% charged. But my, my AirPods charge okay. It's just the case. You're saying the case says it's what, 9 or 90? Nine, 9. 9. Wow. So it's not charging. Hmm. Who's got experience with an uncooperative AirPod case? This is Shri. Go ahead, Shri. So, Claudia, one thing I would ask is, or, or you might want to try, is have you tried plugging that uh, connector to a different outlet or tried a different yeah. cable? Did you try a different cable? Yes. Okay. And then um, one other thing, uh, I was thinking also is, um, do you know, have you tried, it, it's connecting to your AirPod perfectly fine, right? Like you have no problem yeah, connecting to my it. my AirPods is fine. It's just the case. And you definitely tried it plugging in a different outlet, different cables? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this is Helene. Go ahead, Helene. Um, I... I I don't know if you press, there's a button, a little button on the back of the, I, the case 
Um, and if you press that button, does that change anything? Mm, no. And the other thing I would do is perhaps disconnect with your uh, um, iPhone, like disconnect your your you know earpods, and to make them the whole thing not to be recognized, and I, then try reconnecting it. I did that too, and it's still not. This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. I did have a similar problem once, and I ended up having to go to the Apple Store, and I think they just replaced the case um you know because it could just be something defective with the case i mean definitely try the other things first obviously you know the reset button um see if that resets the uh battery at all but otherwise i you know i like i said in my case i think they would just replace the case and um because but i did have a similar problem a couple years ago with the airpods uh and um, that was a problem. Thanks. This is Shri. Okay, Shri, go. Uh, one of the questions, is this the AirPod or AirPod Pro? The AirPods. AirPods. I think it's the, the AirPods second gen. Second gen. AirPods. And do you know how long you've had it? I've had it for a few months. If you had it for a few months, it's definitely under Apple warranty. Yeah. So if you can, because I know, like what Herbie said, I had to take mine in. They ran a diagnostic and they do check to see the condition of the charger as well as your AirPods. So if it's definitely a couple months, you know, when you get a chance, when the, if the stores are open to have them take a look at it, and they can run a diagnostic on it and let you know. And it's definitely under warranty if it's two months. Okay. Thanks. This is Greg. Yeah, Greg. Yeah, Claudia, I would, like people said, try switching out cables, charging cables, but also try switching out the uh, brick that actually plugs into the socket. Um, and if, if neither of those work, then uh, call Apple and send it back in for warranty. Thank you. Okay. All right. Who else hadn't had a chance? Do we have any new users who haven't had a chance? This is Jody, if there's anybody new. Yeah, go ahead, Jody. I have a friend that is worried that his phone might have gotten hacked. And I know Apple has very high security. Uh, I don't know the backstory to it, but is there a way he can check his phone just to check how secure it is? Who can answer a question about security on your iPhone? This is Terry. Yeah, Terry. I would call um, either um, Apple Accessibility, and they may or may not address that question now because they've changed some of the things that they will and won't talk about. But if either call Apple Accessibility or call the regular Apple folks and 
maybe do a screen share, probably Apple accessibility. If you want to do a screen share, they might help you with that. Um, and they might be able to take a look and see what's going on. This is Herbie. This is Jody. Go ahead, Herbie. Oh, go ahead. Hang on. I think for this, it sounds like you need something a little bit more intense than Apple the Apple accessibility in terms of because you're going to need somebody to really get into the actual phone itself. Um, I I mean, but if I if, I think if I was concerned that my phone was being hacked, what I would honestly do is. I can just do an erase. I'd reset it as a new phone. I'd update like my iCloud password, make sure I change my passcode for the phone, that type of thing. And those are just some basic things you could do. I know it, yeah, you have, it's a pain. You have to reset up everything. But if you really think you're being hacked, that, that might be the really truly safest thing you could probably do. Jody, thank you. Yeah, I, I that's a good. Even if he doesn't completely reset it, just changing his iTunes, his Apple uh, password and his passcode is probably a very good idea. Which reminds me, what is two? This is Herbie. Let her finish your question. Go oh, ahead, sorry. Jody. I was going to say, what is two-factor authentication? And, and Shree, thank you. And Herbie, thank you. So this okay. is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. So two-factor authentication is when somebody logs into your iCloud account, what it will do is on the rest of your devices, it will bring up a notification saying somebody's trying to log into your device, allow or deny. And if you hit allow, then there's a code that displays on the phone and it sits there until you type it in on the other device. So you type it in. Each edit field only allows for one number, so you have to type it in the proper order. Hit OK, and then you are in. Um, but some of the phone, the other thing I wanted to mention too is if the phone itself is being hacked, then I want to erase, completely kill everything because um, changing the passwords if the phone itself is hacked into may not be enough because it's, if you're the phone, it's, it's the, the, those passwords are like for iCloud, for instance, that is, that's one thing if your cloud account is being hacked, but if it's the phone itself, then that's a totally different issue. And so that's why I would kind of go the extreme route. Um, if he really thinks the phone is being hacked. This is Shree. Thank you. Go ahead, Shree. Yeah, I completely heard agree with Herbie. And one other thing I would also do if that's the case is don't restore from backup. Just yes. start everything clean. Yes, good advice. Okay, thank you. Okay, thanks guys. All right, we've got a few more minutes left till the uh, top of the hour. Are, actually, are we there? <laughs> we're there. <Way> there? <laughs> time oh, flies. Yes, okay. Time flies, sir. Thank you, Brad. Okay, so here is we are at the midpoint of our call. Uh, and we would love for anybody that joined in later would like to say hello who you are where you're from. Anybody? Didn't get to say hi the first time around. This is Claudia in Houston. Hey, Claudia. Welcome. Thanks. Jake from Michigan. Hey, Jake. Welcome. Thanks. Arlene, North Carolina. Kathy from Kelson. 
Hey, Arlene, <laughs> Miss Arlene, welcome to you. Hey, Kathy, Thank welcome. You. Kathleen, you're from. Uh, who's that? Oh, hey, Terry Ann, welcome. Terry from Arlington Heights. Uh -huh. And I heard Arlene. somebody else. Thought I heard somebody else. Okay. Anybody Michael else? Houston. Good evening, sir. All right. Anybody else? Chris in Texas. Hey, Chris, welcome. Anybody else? Going once, going twice. Okay. All right. Without further ado, we will now begin the process of our big reveal. <laughs> we were going to find out what movie we'll be watching on Friday. And with those clues are, is the enigmatic, melismatic Mr. McCulloch. Try saying that three times fast. All right, Mr. McCulloch, are you there? <laughs> oh, great. It's going to be one of those days. <laughs> Practicing to be a hacker. Oh, As that was so bad. Uh, okay, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Asthmatic. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I have my mask on. I uh, know. All right. Did she call me an ass? Melismatic. Look it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After what's good. If the truth fits, you know. All right, go ahead. Come, 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 come. All right. Welcome everybody. No, I'm not welcoming anybody. You're welcoming me. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, we didn't tell them what the movie is. It it's is this Friday night at the virtual movies, 7:30 p.m. for the pre-social time, 8 for the movie, and Something goes on after the movie. Yep, something. Okay. Discussion and frivolity. So be there on the same Zoom conference line. And now to find out what the feature will be this week, we will have our normal Martha what happened to the end there? See, that's what a melisma is. It is several, it's one note, a group of notes summed together. I'm not defining it correctly. It's like when you do like a little trill at the end, that's a melisma. <laughs> All right. Anyway, now too much for you to handle. Keep going. All right. All right. So same rules. Say your name, wait to be recognized, and then you may take a guess. We have five <laughs> clues. People are chuckling already. You haven't Only even said anything Only five clues. Yet. Okay, go. The first clue is totally irrelevant. So don't oh. even pay attention. All right. Clue number one. Our film this week provokes frustration and rage without <laughs> resorting to monologues or melodrama wow how do you do that provokes frustration and rage without result resorting to monologues or melodrama i thought only you could do that okay well go on. all right don't look like we have any takers kathy. there oh <laughs> kathy how about wild, anger wild management guess. Finger management. <laughs> that 
is such a good guess and so wrong. Oh, sorry. Good, good, good try. Good try, good Kathy. Okay, Shri. Code of silence. Code of silence of the lambs. No, sir. Thank you for playing. Come again. All right, we're moving on to clue two. Clue number two. Our film is set in Virginia. Guess who lives in Virginia? In the late 50s and 60s. I wasn't there then. The movie was there, okay. All right, say it again, Mr. McCulloch. Our film is set in Virginia in the late 50s and 60s. Come on, guys, come on. Dun, 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 dun. Nikki? Nikki! Stand by me. Stand by me! That is a excellent guess, Nikki. And How did you come up with that? An excellent guess. Okay, go All on. Right. No. This is Shree. Sorry, Nikki. Okay. Okay, Shree. Uh, my guess is wrong. You said the 60s. My guess is totally. I was going to say how the West was won, but uh, wrong time. West was won. <laughs> this is Ned. I didn't say which century. I just said the 50s and 60s. <laughs> okay, let Ned go. All right. Go. Go, Ned. Go. 12, ang 12 angry men. 12 angry men. Ooh, he's getting closer, but no cigar. How is he getting closer? <laughs> you'll see. You'll see. Okay, if you say Any so. Okay. Anybody else before we move on? All right, I'll moving on to clue number three. Okay, I'll only clue number three. Okay, go clue ahead. Clue number three. Our story, the story is about a couple who is, no, who are, is it who are or who is? Who are. A couple who is, who is quiet, conservative, almost shy folk. It's about a couple who is quiet, who are quiet, conservative, Almost shy folk. Miss well, Kathy. Kathy. Guess who's coming to dinner? Guess who's coming to dinner? Oh, that is so close to getting <laughs> <Something> really close. <laughs> all right. I guess right. kind of sort of. Oh, but that's this is not, Shree. That's not Red, okay. Shree. Is it diner? Diner. Yes, it is not. Okay, good try, Clay. Go on, Clay. Okay, keep going. Clue number four. They are ordered, the couple are ordered to leave the state, to leave their families, their land, and their home. so sad okay say it again fourth clue oh somebody have a guess the couple uh, this is, this oh, is go helene. Ahead. helene yes loving loving that is an excellent guess also and it is so 
Ding, 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 ding. Yes, yes, yes. Way to go, Helena. I don't know what's more entertaining, the clues or his reaction. Good job, Helene. Helene. Finally, somebody got it on before we got to the end. Oh, thank God. Good job. All right, Helene. Okay, Johnny, what do we have for our winner tonight? Helene, <laughs> you are now the owner of a beautiful farmhouse, a tiny little farmhouse in Iba colors, of course. And you may say, where is this beautiful farmhouse? Did you say that, Helene? Did you say, where is my yep. farmhouse? Yes, she yep. said that. And it is in Richmond, Virginia, a short distance from Shree. So if you have questions, you can always just run up the street to Shree. I don't know how far <laughs> Richmond is from where he is, but we'll figure it out. 100 miles. <laughs> okay. So, Helene, and, you have and a it comes And it comes with a promise that you will never be ordered to leave the state, <laughs> to leave the house or the land. Okay. This there you go, Shree. I mean, I mean, Helene, good job. And thank you, Mr. McCulloch. Oh boy. Well, it'll be a good movie. So that please. Funny. Sorry. I said that was funny. Oh yes. Thank you. All right. Okay. So we're moving on. Thank you. Helene did job. Okay. So now we are going to, uh, our next segment will be the five minute eye bug bite segment. And then after that, we resume questioning of my, uh, by all of you guys to so be listening to Brad and then also be thinking of new questions. So hold tight. All right, Brad, what you got for us? All right. Well, what we have here is a little demonstration and we're gonna build on um, a couple of other demonstrations. Last week, Maria talked about entering um, contacts, reoccurring contacts. And yesterday, we did an iBug Cafe where we talked about the Zoom app. So tying those two together, we are going to look at calendar entries that include a Zoom link that will allow you to enter the Zoom room directly from the calendar entry. So I've got my trusty iPhone 12 Pro here. I have opened it up. Calendar, Monday, January 10. How about that? Do we hear it? iTunes store. You loud and clear there, Sonia? Pretty good. Yes, sir. Monday, okay. We're going to open up my calendar. calendar we are on 10, today. And we are going to see that ACB hosting, iBug Buzz. Here it is. Here it is, iBug Buzz. Okay. So we're going to open up. The, I have this calendar entry that is set for today. And it is actually a reoccurring event. I have it set to show up every Monday. And iBug Buzz. I'm not going to. What I have in here is. 1700 hours, 1800 iBug buzz. I have, well, you can't, it's not reading it. But when I created it, let's go edit, to edit button. and then you can hear it. Edit. Let yes. me edit just for Double the sake tip. of hearing it. iBug buzz, HTTP, iBug buzz. And in location, HTTPS colon slash slash. I have put the Zoom URL. So I'm going to. Done. 
get out of I'm done. I didn't do anything. Somebody hit cancel. So I'm back in here. I have opened up the calendar entry. I put my I put my focus on the event and I make sure my rotor is on actions. I go to action. You see that one of the one of the options in the actions menu is join. So all I have to do is double tap on it. And I have just now, I have just now joined the meeting. Hang on. Okay, I am now in the meeting. I'm gonna get out of here because I don't need to be in here twice. And that's all there is to it. By putting the meeting URL in the location when I create a meeting, I can then open that calendar entry and select join from the action rotor. Double tap and I'm right in the meeting. That's it. Great job, Brad. Thank you. And that definitely ties a lot of things together and makes it very convenient. So anybody have any questions for Brad? Uh, this is Dan. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this is kind of backtracking, but uh, if, you, if you want to have a repeat iBug notice, you know, for let's, you know, it happens every, every Monday night. If you just hit repeat, is that going to automatically uh, put the entry in uh, every Monday after that? Yes, well, Maria talked last week about how to create a reoccurring calendar entry. <clears throat> so if you, if you do as Maria demonstrated last week, and yes, create a calendar entry and you can set it up for whatever your reoccurrence is. In the case of the um, iBug Buzz, that would be every every Monday uh, at seven o'clock p.m. Central Time, or it should adjust to your local time zone wherever you are. <clears throat> and then you tell it that's a reoccurring event. Uh, that URL will be in there every occurrence of that calendar entry. Okay, great, thank you. Thank you, Dan, great question. Anybody else? Question for Brad. Okay. This is Linda. Linda, go ahead. Um, do you have to literally copy the link and put it in the locations place? Yes, well, what I do, what, there's a number of ways you can copy a link, let's say you get it on the iBug website or you may get in one of the emails that you get from time to time from iBug because iBug uses the same Zoom link for everything, nice and simple. So if you copy that, let's say for example, uh, the easiest way is if you uh, are on your iPhone and you have that link and you have voiceover focus on it. As soon as voiceover starts to read it, you can do a, with three fingers, tap four times, and that will copy the last spoken uh, phrase by voiceover, which in this case is that entire link. Uh, we'll copy it to the clipboard. 
And then you can go to your calendar. And when you get to the part where your focus is on the location of the meeting, use your rotor, go to edit, and, and then swipe up or down until you hear paste and then double tap and it should paste it in there. And you got it. You did not have to type that entire long thing in there. Great, thank you. Yeah, that would be a pain. All right, mm -hmm. great question. Linda, anybody else for Brad? Pretty handy dandy there. All right. Well, good job. Thank you, Brad. Very useful. Okay, so now moving along, who has a new question? Somebody new and, you know, put your thinking hats on if you want to help answer some of these questions. We'd love to hear from you. Who, who's got a question? You didn't get a chance. Okay. This is Chris. Chris, go ahead. Does anybody have uh, or, or is currently using an accessible app for washer and dryers that are you know, attached to an actual washer and dryer? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, need so to, I need to replace mine. Replace the, okay. So you want to see if there's an accessible app or a control that would control a washing machine. And dry. Right, right. Because right now I have the mine are probably ten years old, and they have dials on them, and they're by tones, so I can use them by the tones. The higher the tone, it it you know, depends upon the water level and, and temperature. But those are ten years old, and they don't make them anymore. So everything pretty much is going Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. So does anybody have a, a current pair of washer dryers that are using? I guess I'm just stuck with the Bluetooth or, or um, Wi-Fi because everything is now touch screen instead. So uh, feel your pain. Anybody out there with a Wi-Fi, I mean, an app that they can control their washing machine with, or maybe they just don't wash their clothes. I don't know. <laughs> Send it to the dry cleaner. <laughs> Kathy. Kathy. Yeah, we just bought a dryer that actually had buttons. I mean, that's not your question, but <laughs> it, was, it was not an expensive one. And it has the same kind of controls our other one did with knob that you can feel the pointer and then, you know, buttons that you can press for it to start. Okay, or we can possibly come and steal Kathy's dryer, okay? So that only gets us halfway <laughs> right. there, Chris. <laughs> you know All what right. happens when the washer goes. This yeah, is Herbie. right. Okay, hold on. I thought I heard somebody before Herbie. Is there somebody? Okay, go ahead, Herbie. I think I it was think... Dan. Oh, who's that? I think it was Dan. Dan. Oh, okay. Dan, are you there? No, but it was not me. Oh, oh I wasn't. Okay, <laughs> okay. I apologize. All right. Okay. I'm never sorry. mind. We'll keep going. Herbie, go on. I think Samsung apps are accessible, so you might want to look into that. Um, I know that Jonathan Mosen. I'm one of his Mosin at Large podcasts last year. I know they talked about accessible washers and dryers. Um, so you could go through, um, look through that podcast in the show notes um, and look to see what uh, he had to say on that as well. But I think Samsung is highly rated as having the most accessible like app per se, but um, I 
That's what I believe I've heard anyway. So okay, and I know um, Wes Farrell, one of our you know members, uh, he did a demo actually a long like couple like maybe last couple year two years more ago with his uh, you know washing machine. So um, I'll have to go back and maybe dig out you know that or try to reach reach out and find out what's going on with that because i know it was on it's it was on one of our monday night calls that he did, he did a demo of how to do his laundry with his iphone so <laughs> oh, probably the technology. This is Shri. yeah Shri. so i have we have a samsung and um i don't have any apps or at least the ones that i have doesn't support the app but what one thing it does is it remembers the last setup so we just make sure that um once it's used, it's always in that one particular setup, so I don't have to fiddle with the, the settings. This is, this is Chris. Chris. I have teenagers, Sheree. <laughs> this is Brad. Brad. Um, my wife and I have a, a Samsung washer-dryer, and it actually has a setting where you can create my favorite uh, wash cycle. I can't remember exactly what it calls it, but you know, um, so my wife set one up the way that I tend to always do my laundry. And then there is a button you push and uh, it's kind of a little um, touch screen kind of thing, but my wife put a little bump. It's in the upper right corner of the screen. And uh, I mean, I could find the upper right corner pretty easily, but she put a little bump next to it outside mm -hmm. of the screen. Mm -hmm. So no matter what it's been done before, I can hit that, um, that, that, that area of the, you know, the upper right corner mm -hmm. and boom, there's my pre-programmed wash cycle that I've got. And it's always set to, you know, uh, cold, I think. And it's set to the cycle and, and extra rinse that I always like. And then if I want to change the water temperature, she's put another bump by the button that changes water temperature and i know it's always going to start out on cold so hit it once it goes to warm twice it goes to hot and i think that's all i ever do because i'm pretty simple with it um, when i do my clothes and then i just have to hit the start button so that's an option all right anybody else have any suggestions for chris and in the event you can't find an app, you might be able to use maybe some other of our OCR kind of apps, maybe seeing AI or something to help you with this touch screen or seeing a, I mean, uh, maybe uh, slips me. You're, you're, I want to say for your eyes only. That's not it. Be my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> That's my best. This is free. Okay. Okay, yes. <laughs> So, you know, what Brad was commenting, you know, made me kind of think about our Samsung. You know, one thing that I have is um, mm -hmm. I bought these special type of um, bump dots. They're actually like designed, like they have kind of like a start type of a button, like, you know, the, what typically every device looks like when it has a start button. So there's a company called um, Tangible Research that makes these unique bump dots so that all of my appliances the start button has the same feel and touch of, a, of the same button so that when I'm going through all these different appliances, I can feel and feel it right away that, that it tells me, okay, this is a start button, this is a stop button. They're all very unique. 
and uh, I use the same for start and stop on all the appliances throughout the house. Uh, so it made my uh, finding these things a lot easier. All right. Okay. Well, very good. Um, unless anybody has any comments, I think we're going to move on. Uh, so good luck with the washing machine and dryer. Keep us posted. Maybe you can do a demo of how to do your laundry with your app once you get it. Thanks. Okay. It will be squeaky clean. Okay. Next. Who's next? Who's next? Somebody new with a question? Thanks, Chris. Linda. Linda. Um, Sharif, did you post that um, name of that company on the website for everybody? This is Sri. I'll have tomorrow. I'll post it on our Facebook page. Thank you. Thank you, Sri. Good job, Linda. All right. Anybody else? New question. This is, this is Billy. Billy. Hi. Um, I have a question. I have an issue with my my iPhone. I have a 10R, and um, ever since the the 15 uh, iOS 15 came out. Every time I'm on the phone during a conversation, um, I I want it to go to speaker and the volume is all the way down and I can barely hear it. I have to use the side button, the up arrow button on the side to um, raise the speaker volume up. And I didn't have to do that before. If anybody knows how to fix that, that'd be good, over. Thank you, Billy. Anybody who hasn't had a turn wants to answer the question or help Billy how to control the volume of the speaker volume when his phone is on speaker. Anybody want to take a stab at it? Anybody had that problem? This is Jake. Jake, go ahead. Um, I noticed that. Um, oh, you so, broke up a little. Can you say start over? Yeah, um, I noticed that too. Sometimes when you speaker, the volume will be down. Um, you just have to turn it up with the with the side button. I don't know. I don't know why it wouldn't remember your last volume setting. It could be something new on the new version of iOS. Okay, so you're having that issue too. So Billy is not alone. Is it, I don't know if it's an issue or is it just a quirk or I don't know. Okay, somebody else was saying something, Tree? I don't know. I this is Ned. Yeah. Okay, Shree and then Ned. I was going to say, um, I've experienced this and I'm not sure what is the culprit because I can't easily replicate it, but I've had experiences where the volume is way down and I have to manually, you know, hit the volume up to get it back up but why it's happening i don't know right now all right ned yes i have the same issue with my phone as well and it's it started probably maybe when the 15 update occurred but yeah. when i answer the phone i'm listening with my ear and when i pull it away to automatically go on speakerphone the, the volume is really low okay so billy we'll just have to hold tight this or, is free this yes is herbie oh you know, one thing I just thought about, you know, there is a known issue where um, when we're on a call where we lose voiceover for um, some period of time, not obviously it's voiceover versus volume, but I'm wondering if there's some type of a software glitch that is occurring that is causing these problems. All right. Okay. 
quickly, Harvey? Is it on this point? Yeah. Um, you know, something I don't know if it would be related to this or not. Um, for those of you experiencing this issue in your sounds and settings, do you have the option to change with the volume ringer volume buttons with the um, volume on or off? I wonder if there's some kind of relation between the ringer volume and the speaker volume. I don't know. It's just a thought, but having it turned off, I don't know if that would make a difference or not but it's something to try <clears throat> i think you'd well this is something i think you'd want it on otherwise if it goes down they're not going to be able to raise the volume no because what it does what it does is if you have it on it uses the volume level to like adjust the ringer so let's say if your ringer is really loud then it like if you press the volume button then it can go quieter right and so I, it's better to have it off. So that way your ringer volume doesn't always get messed with. So I wonder if they've interconnected okay. it somehow. But anyway, go ahead, Shree. Okay, Shree, and then we're moving on. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, this is randomly occurring. If that was the case, it should happen all the time. Right. So okay. I really think this is a software glitch. Cause, oh, okay, um, I thought it was occurring all okay. the time. I'm sorry. So, yeah. All right, moving on. Thank you, Billy. Good luck. Okay, next question. Somebody new had a turn. Or Billy, do you have any more questions? Anybody else wants a turn? Really want to get people to ask new questions. Anybody? This is Stephen. Stephen. So I'm having a really interesting issue with text messages from people in my contacts lately. And it seems to have started this uh, recently with this latest update. When I text someone that's in my contacts and they respond, Sometimes, it doesn't happen all the time, but it's been happening more lately. When they respond, it puts it in the unknown senders category and it just shows their phone number. It doesn't show their name. Uh, when I reset the phone or something, it, it, it goes back to naming the person that, that texted me since they are in my contacts. But it seems like it, it's happened to me several times where it just, when they respond, it just comes back with a number. And then I noticed that it's in the unknown senders category. So just curious if anybody else is having that issue. Okay. Anybody having this weird issue with people responding to text messages? So the question is, somebody is responding to Steven's text message, but it doesn't come back with the contact name and it goes under unknown sender. So pretty weird. Anybody yeah. have any thoughts? It's Chris. Chris. I had this sort of problem about a year or so ago, Stephen, a year, year and a half, maybe. I don't know if it was iOS 14 or 13. I can't remember, but I, I would add some people to my contacts and then it would, we would text back and forth and it would still, I don't know about the category thing, unknown category, but it would come back with just their number. And I'm like, why, why is it doing this? And so I would go in and edit their contact and I would add like just another letter to the last name or something, or just kind of change something. And that seemed to kind of help. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I hadn't discovered it until just late. It seemed like this latest update, it was starting to do that. So I had never seen that before until now. Huh. Yeah, this is Chris. Yes. Go ahead. So that seemed to help a little bit. And then, then it would kind of revert back and I'd see the number again. And then I would try something else maybe adding something or deleting something a letter or something like that but then and eventually mm -hmm. it just seemed to sort of work itself out and it started working normally i don't know why yeah it does eventually come back um after 
maybe a couple more texts or sometimes like if I reset the phone, then it comes back. But and I just was curious because it, it sure is strange. I mean, it's it's thrown me off a few times because I don't memorize numbers quite as much as I used to since they're on my phone. <laughs> so I see this number pop up. And go, what is this, Herbie? <laughs> okay, quickly, Herbie, go. So a couple things. When you're adding them to contacts, you're adding it directly from like that message. You're not trying to like memorize the number and then add it to contacts manually. Well, I've done both. I mean, most of my contacts I, I add, I go to, Actually, I go to the phone app and then go to contacts and just, you know, where it says add new contact or something. I, what I, I would do is <laughs> instead of doing it that way, I'd go, you know, if it's from a text message that you get from them initially, mm -hmm. this is from like, so they've texted you originally and then you add them to contacts afterwards, right? And then uh, in some cases I've done that. Yes. So in that case, I, what I would do first is I'd actually double tap on the number at the top go mm -hmm. to info and then go to where it says create new contact and that way it's going to add it the exact way the phone sees it okay. and so see if that makes a difference okay all right and also one other point of clarification you're using the same device to add the contacts but you're not using like say an ipad to add the contacts and then looking at the messages on your phone no that's correct i only use one device okay because i've so, had yeah. cloud sync issues yeah. with multiple devices but okay yeah that would make sense if, if that were the case then yeah i would right. check right. no okay Great. thanks Herbie. thanks steven thanks, everybody. okay good question who's next somebody new hasn't had a turn Ibrahim. who's that Ibrahim. Ibrahim, go ahead we can barely hear you you have to speak up more clearly can you hear me better now uh sort of okay what's the question so I've been using the Audible app on my phone lately, and I'm noticing like uh, when I try to swipe through my titles, um, it sends me back up to the top of the page. Uh, just like it lets me swipe through like the first three titles, and then it goes straight back to the top of the page. Okay, so you're, let me just make sure we're understanding because it's really hard to hear what you're saying. So you're saying in the Audible app, when you're swiping through the titles, it takes you back to the top. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, mostly. Okay, that's better. Whatever you did is better. Okay, so okay, so it didn't used to do this. So okay, it does. It does, it does, basically it lets me swipe for like two minutes and then jumps back to the top. Okay, so it's kind of losing focus, basically. I guess so. Yeah. All right. Anybody Audible users out there who wants to help Ibrahim out? having this issue of losing focus through while swiping titles. Anybody? Okay. Well, I don't hear this anything. Yes, go ahead. I have not actually swiped through my audible categories lately, but I have heard of other people having this very issue. So, okay. All right. Um, well, um, this, good. this is Helene. Helene, go ahead. Um, I am a a big audible user and um that is exactly what keeps happening to me and i've called audible uh -huh. um they and ever since they were bought out by amazon um they, this is what they've changed it's not very accessible um and if someone has the answer i would like it as well okay and that would be nice because this started like last week and there was an update and I did do that update, but unfortunately, it's still doing it. So I don't know what they're doing wrong. Well, this is 
crucial. Go ahead. Have you, obviously, Ara is audible, but have you tried contacting Amazon Accessibility? Unfortunately, every time I call them, they like, whenever I tell them I'm using an iPhone and like voiceover, they tell me like they can't help me because it's not an Amazon oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Like that. yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. It feels like with Amazon Accessibility, they don't really know what they're talking about, except when it comes to Kindle, maybe. Okay. To be honest. I suppose so. Yeah. You know, right. the only... Sorry, I'll just make a comment. Yeah. Uh, um, the best accessibility service I've had is through Apple Accessibility. If you ask Google, oh, let me look that up. I mean, you, you're working in the accessibility team. Shouldn't you know the answer? Seriously? <laughs> Tell yes. me about it. Amazon, I'll give them a really bad, but Google's been really good. I don't know. Amazon, All Apple, right. Google are really good. This is her. Okay, let's hang on. Let's go back to our topic here. Okay, so we basically resolved that it is a bug that's going on with Audible. Okay, so we're, okay. we've already kind of spent enough on this one. So uh, Heidi was trying to say something, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, well. just real quick, I wanted to explain. Maybe the problem is that because the Audible app even though they were brought out by Amazon, you know, it's still part of the Audible Corporation, not um, through the Amazon um, app itself. But one thing you could try, I was trying it just now, but it was being very uncooperative. You might see if you could get your Audible book, book to play through the Alexa app. If you're trying to, uh, um, so that I might be I don't know. The last time I, I tried to do that, it, uh, it wouldn't play, maybe because it's not my account. That could be it, though. That that could be it. It has to be linked up to your account. Um, yeah, but, I guess uh, so. All kind of yeah. accounts or something. Yeah. Okay. Well, good good suggestion there, Herbie. Okay. Good luck, Ibrahim. Okay. Who's next? Next question. Somebody new Linda. hasn't had a turn. Linda. This is Kushal. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Uh, Linda was before Kushal. Okay, okay. Go ahead, Linda. Okay. okay. Just hold on, um, everybody. Okay. Linda, go. Um, my daughter-in-law used to have an Android phone and she switched over and got an iPhone. Yay. <laughs> and so now when I go to her messages, it says new photo and info attached. Is there any way I can get rid of that saying? Oh, or is it okay. just going to stay there forever? Okay, so now Linda is encountering this, uh, yes, where it says new photo and new contact info uh, detected or something, right? Yes. Okay, okay. Anybody have any uh, suggestions for Linda on how to get rid of that? It is annoying. Anybody that doesn't like to answer, help answer that question? Jake. Jake. You could try double tapping on it and then it won't be new anymore. It'll just become part of the, your contact. All right. Because it does it because it, it, it wants to do it for iMessage, you know, because it's an iPhone, so it, you know, it converts it to, to iMessage. Okay, so Jake That's is saying... Suggestion. Yeah, Jake is saying, go ahead and double tap on it, and maybe that'll make it stop being new. Have you tried that? No, I haven't. Okay. Any other thoughts? We're moving on. Okay. All right. Good luck, Linda. With Good job convincing the daughter-in-law. I know you did that. So, <laughs> okay. Kushal, what was that? Okay. You? Um, yes. Okay. Uh, two questions, actually. First one, has anyone noticed the device is getting hot uh, with iOS 15? Um, 
and I'm probably going to call Apple accessibility and try and do hardware diagnostics. And the second question is, um, in Zoom, lately, when you go into the link, um, it tries to open it in Safari, and then you have to click on launch meeting. Before it used to op open up straight away, the Zoom app used to open straight away. Does anyone uh, notice that? Change? All right, let's take his first question first. Yeah. Okay, anybody learning, uh, noticing a hot heated up device? Is it in any particular app when you're using or just in general? No, it's just iOS 15.2 and I'm, I'm having battery drain for the past two, three days as well. Check mm -hmm. my battery health is like 85%. All right. Battery any, health. Anybody else want to have any thoughts for Kushal? This is Brad. Brad. Yeah, I've experienced this. There's something running. Restart the phone. That usually fixes it. Okay. All right. Good. Now, second question. Zoom is not launching right away. It's going into Safari. Anybody have any solutions for that? This is Brad. Brad. Just go with it. Um, sometimes it does that. Sometimes it doesn't. I would just, um, I mean, I know, like you said, I've experienced it. Sometimes it does that. Sometimes it doesn't. I don't mm. know that there's any way around it. Just say yes, launch. Okay. I'll do it. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you, Kushal. Thanks, Brad. Okay. Next. Who's next? Somebody new? No new question. Keep it going. That's good. Anybody else? This is Ned. Ned, go ahead. This, this is a new question. I have the Bard app, and when I'm reading a, a book or a magazine article, when I close Bard and I go back to that book or magazine, it maybe will go back to a previous chapter or go back to some previous articles. Has anybody experienced that? Okay, so just to, so it's not resuming, not, it's not keeping your place. Is that it what doesn't keep my place? The only way it keeps my place is if I close the app, then it will hold it. But if I, if I, if that app happens to be open, uh, you know, because I, I just close it with my home button, it, it'll, it'll jump back previously. Okay, hold on, hold on. So, okay, hold on. you're in the Bard app, and then what happens? You leave okay. it. Okay. I yes, I'm in the Bard app, and uh -huh. then I close it with my home button. Close it with your home button. Then, and then when I come back to that, uh -huh. and I want to resume my reading, it's, it's jumped back a chapter, or it's jumped okay. back several articles in the magazine. Okay, but contrast when you. But what's the other way you do it, and then it does then work? The, the other way is if I will do the app switcher, close the app then it'll hold it. Okay, so just going back to the home screen, you're not really closing it, it's still there. It's still open, it's still running in the background, that's right. correct. Okay, all right, anybody have this weird uh, issue with Bard? Very important app. Anybody? This is Jody. Jody. No, I don't have that problem at all. I was just listening to a book before the call. Uh, I wonder, is it just this one particular um, document that you're listening to, do you think? Or is it every every book that you're trying to read? Well, I, I belong to the Vila Book Club now. And <laughs> you better be reading that book, Ned. <laughs> I am. I am. And it's, it's, it's happened with several of the books, so I can say that. Several okay. of the books. Okay. I haven't had that problem at all, no. Okay. Maybe they're just Vila book club. Turn the phone books. off and turn it back on again. Yeah. 
This is Ned. Ned. No, I have not turned it off and turned it back on. All right. That might, it's always a good, simple solution. Just like the, yeah. Uh, anybody else thoughts for Ned, Bard? This is Herbie. Go ahead. So I was just looking through the settings here. I don't know if this would matter or not, but I saw something in the audio settings called automatic five second rewind. I don't remember seeing that there before, but I wonder if making sure that's turned off. I wonder if that would um, affect anything. Okay. This is Ned. Yes. This goes back more than five seconds. It'll go back into a previous chapter. Okay. And then when I resume my reading, as oh, I've read this song. So then I gotta <laughs> keep skipping forward. You know, one minute, five minutes, ten right. minutes, twenty minutes. Yes. Okay. I would also maybe one uh, little quick fix until we figure out what's going on is just put a bookmark before you leave, which is kind of a pain, but that way at least you are sure to go back to where you want to be, where you want to start. There is a button that says like resume. Oh, I'm trying to think like last read or there there's okay. We'll have to check it out. Ben. I'm not sure about that. We'll have to. Okay. Thanks for the question. Finish your book. No excuses. Okay. So, all right. Yes, who's, madam. I know you're going to finish. Okay. Who's next? Somebody new. Anybody? Lots of questions. It's great. Or even if you have asked a question, you can ask another one at this point. Okay, well, let's see, let's see. Okay, I have a quick Facebook question. Uh, this is the after nine o'clock question. Oh, it's not nine o'clock yet, sorry. Okay, so um, I was, you know, get these notifications and it says, okay, well, so-and-so has a birthday, Herbie has a birthday, Stephen has a birthday. So, okay, why is it that sometimes it, you know, it says right on Stephen's timeline, but then maybe for Herbie's, it doesn't. So have you noticed that or am I just missing something? This is to, well, if you want to actually go and wish Stephen a happy birthday. Anybody? This is Herbie. Yep. I've often thought it had something to do with their privacy settings. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. But I have yes, noticed Paul. It. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, uh, like I don't have there's some there is a setting in there that says, you know, something about show birthday or you know, whatever. I turned it off and it no longer tells people when it's my birthday. So which is what I prefer. Well, hold on, but okay, yes, I understand that, but it's telling me that it's their birthday, but I can't write to them. So maybe they don't want me to write to them is that maybe what you're saying oh no i misunderstood <laughs> what you're I yeah no no no. it's okay because i i got a notification that it's steven's birthday or whoever but i can't write on their you know you usually says oh, write well, on their timeline yeah so. oh that actually that is a setting whether you can write on somebody else's timeline that's oh. a that's also a privacy thing i think okay okay this is All steven right. steven well, first of all, thank you for wishing me a happy birthday a month in it's... advance. I really appreciate it. I guess it's really cool. Um, We're ahead of time. I'm you know, saying. No, there are some people. 
I've noticed like it comes to that. It does say it's their birthday, but they, it's like they don't allow you to write on their time. I've, mm-hmm. I've noticed that with some of my Facebook friends. I, it's just what they have set up um, oh. where, you, where you can't. So okay, it, it, it's just for certain people. It doesn't happen very often, it seems. But yeah, there are some people that just, they just don't want you to write on it. Right, because it's a little nerve wracking. Because then you're then you're like swiping through. Like, am I writing on the right one? Am I writing on Joe's or Tim's or who's or what? You know, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's a exactly. little confusing because you don't know where you are. But okay, thank y'all. Paul. Thank you, Paul. Yes, sir. Oh, just one one more point on that. I uh, I think there's uh, maybe this is just for posting pictures. I'm not quite sure, but there's there's something where you have to. Uh, you can approve whether something gets posted to your timeline. Like you'll get a list of things that people have done and you can approve them individually, but that's just a setting. No, that's very important. Yes. People tag you, people put pictures. Yeah. Very important to check that out. Thanks for pointing that out, Paul. And welcome to you. We're glad that you're here. This is Nikki. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Um, One of, I I found that, I have found that also that I can't, I can't write on people's timelines. However, if I go to my notifications, and I can't explain how you have to do that, but if you go to your notifications, it will say so-and-so's birthday is today. Then you can go and write on their timeline. I've done that many times. So, hmm. But I didn't know that people could prevent people from writing on their timeline. So that's something, that's something good to know. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm actually, to clarify, I am going from the notifications. It says it's Stephen's birthday, and then I, you know, I can't write anything. But you could send a message. So then, therefore, that's another, you know, different way to talk to them, I guess. All right. Thank you all. This is Shree. Okay, Shree. Just out of curiosity, is it possible you didn't see Stephen because his birthday's a month away? Oh, well, it was just an example. It was a hypothetical, Shree. Hypothetical. Uh All right, somebody else was saying something? Yeah, it's Sharon. I was just literally just looking and someone I know has, it's their birthday and I can't, they're giving me all these ways of sending her a gift, but uh-huh. there's nothing to write on the timeline. So they do that, not deserve a gift. If you're not going to let them write on your timeline, don't give no, them a gift. No, I can't here. write them. I'm not sending them a gift. Yeah, I exactly. had that. Really weird. Show them. You show them, Sharon. Don't give them a gift. Okay? <laughs> I mean, this is Herbie. <laughs> That's my good, good, good. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. I mean, have you considered the possibility that maybe the people in question just don't like you? I mean, well, maybe so, but uh, then you shouldn't be putting your birthday out there. Okay. All right. Happy early Thank birthday, you. Stephen. No, we, we're yes. finding out it's your birthday. So, all right, moving on. Who's next? Sharon, anybody else have a question? This is Terry. Yes, Terry. Um, I. I have a, a, a mentee and she is using a, an, um, uh, uh, what, what, our, um, a 10R iPhone. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the, got the X, so that would be 10R, yes. So, um, how many cameras are on that phone? Is there, are there two cameras on the, on the back and one on the front? Or how does that work with the 10R? Right. This is, 
for sure. Kusho, go for it. Uh, no, there is not no two cameras on the back. That is only on, I believe, phones 10s uh, Max. No, sorry, 11 Pro Max and above, or 11 Pro and above. Sorry. This is Terry. Okay. She's saying that there's a square thing on the back and a round thing on the back. I'm assuming, and that could be my first mistake, because I, I just have the 9SE, so I this is her don't me. have any way. So she's saying that the, I'm guessing that the circle might be the camera, but I don't know what might the Might be the lens, is. I think. And if if uh is there a front facing camera as well okay harby or oh, oh, yes Kushel, did you want to finish are you done? um yes i think there should be a front facing camera but the back camera i'm i'm as far as i know there's only one back camera and a front facing camera i could be wrong uh okay. go ahead harby Okay. so yeah um basically all phones do have a both a front facing and a Back face. I take that back. I don't think the anything below the four has a front facing camera, but um, <clears throat> I don't think anybody on here has anything that old. But all phones will have a front facing and a back facing camera. The front facing, I think it's like right by um, the notch where you would put the phone against your ear to talk. Um, but the back facing, how it is, is with later phones, is with the 10 series, it was a square, but the 12, because the three cameras, it's a rectangle. So the square thing that she is seeing is the kind of like the holder, and then there's a round part that's going to be sticking out of the square spot, which is the actual camera lens. And so that's what she is seeing, and I do believe that the 10R only has the one camera Though the other thing I will mention too, a big difference between the front and the back facing cameras is um, the front can, the front is really good. Like if you're wanting to take a picture of yourself, but the camera back facing camera is always going to be the higher quality camera, no matter the phone model. So okay. I Brad. That as well. So. Okay, Brad. Yeah. I think if she's saying that she's feeling something on the camera bump on her 10 R um, there should be two things. There's the actual camera lens and the other little thing she might be feeling is the flash. Mm -hmm. It's round and it's similar, but it, it to the camera lens, but it's a lot smaller. But that's the flash, or it can be turned on to be your flashlight. But that's what it is. So you this would feel two little things there on that camera bump. All right, Terry. Casey, Greg. Okay. He's saying that the um, the circle is to the right, and the square I think is to the left. All right, let's see, let's see what Greg's got for you, Terry. Go ahead, Greg. Mm -hmm. well, it depends on what, also, what kind of case, if she has her phone in a case, like I've got she an does. OtterBox case, and the, the camera is in, if you're looking at the screen, the rear-facing camera is on the top right corner, but then in the middle of the phone, uh, the OtterBox has, there's like a circle up toward toward the top, uh, but that's the Apple logo, and they they want to make sure there's a hole there where, where you can see the, the <laughs> Apple logo. <laughs> Very convenient, right? Okay. All right. So that's a good point, like what kind of case she's feeling, but okay. All right. Well, Tarian, good luck. I think we've hopefully helped you out there. Good luck. Okay. Okay. Who's next? 
second question. New issue. This is Shree. Shree. So I just wanted to see if anyone else has experienced this. Um, when you ask Siri to call someone, I've noticed there's a difference between when you call someone whose contact information has their first and last name versus calling the company. And what I've noticed is if you call a company, Siri will just respond with the phone number. But if I called a person that had their first or last name in there, it'll mention the name and then the phone number. And I wanted to see if others were experiencing this. Okay, using Siri to call somebody and giving the phone number for a business, but not for the regular person. Is that no, right? The other, this is straight. The other so way around. Basically, if you oh. call a business, the contact information only has the company name. Okay. It's only calling the, it'll, it'll say calling, you know, 703-555-1212 work. But if I had the name, in the first and last name, it'll say the name and say 703-555-1212 work. Okay. Are you having sense? this issue? I guess not, Tree. It oh. might not be calling people. <laughs> Nobody's calling anybody. Okay. Yeah, you use your <laughs> phone to call people. Who's that? Sharon. Sharon. When I say I'm calling, you know, call so-and-so, tells me who it's calling it doesn't give me the number which is strange it just calls the number it just says the name i mean yeah i think i think yes that's just what i've had happen thank you sharon um okay real anybody else nobody else she you'll have to jody? figure it out jody yeah i've had i've had it occasionally say the number is and it gives me the number and then i I just repeat the command again, and then it gets it right. All right. <clears throat> Thank you. Okay. Real quick, weird question that has happened to my dad. Um, so I really never want my dad to be answering the phone ever. I mean, while driving, right? He's 91, so shouldn't be answering the phone while driving, right? Especially when I'm in the car. <laughs> anyway, so... He gets a call and I cannot tell you how many times that thing rang. I mean, it kept ringing. And I mean, you know, normally the phone shuts off after four or five rings and, you know, he's getting all antsy and wants to answer the phone and we're fighting because I'm telling him don't answer the phone. But does anybody know why? I mean, would, all I can think is, could it have been if it's like a WhatsApp call? Do those have like a longer ring span, ring tone, you know, time frame? That's all I can think of. Just anybody had that idea? You know, this that is Steve. Shree and then Steven. Um, the only thing that I can think of is, keep in mind, when it's going to voicemail, that has to be connected to the voice service of the carrier. Wait, you're breaking up. What? It has to be connected. Okay. What? Start to up. the cell service voicemail service provider. Okay. okay. What I'm saying okay. is, I don't know if it has to do with that it wasn't connecting to the voicemail of the server of the okay. carrier. And that's why it was just ringing and ringing because it didn't establish the connection. Okay. All right. Thank you. Stephen? Well, I've noticed sometimes, and, and usually this is accidental and I never answer these, but I sometimes I'll get a call. And it'll be the regular ringtone, but it's it looks like it's a FaceTime call. And when that happens, yeah, it does ring much longer when you're going through FaceTime or, you know, something like that than it would if they were just calling you 
you know, directly. Uh, okay, because that cannot be a voicemail. <clears throat> okay, go ahead, Arby. No, I was going to really mention real quick, though, that there is a driving mode you should be able to enable on his phone, so that way it shouldn't, uh, that should prevent it from ringing while he's driving, and if somebody texts him, you know, he won't get it until he stops, but it'll, and they'll get the notification, you know, I'm driving right now, so. Right, um, I have uh, asked him about that, but he doesn't want to do that, so I'm not going to do that without his consent. Okay, <laughs> right. you're, you're nice. Okay. Wow, I didn't, this is a I respect my dad. Okay, Jody, final comment. Go. Does he does he have it set on uh, on CarPlay so that it comes to the car speakers? It might be that it, the ringer uh, rings longer if he's going through the the uh, you know the car speakers. Yeah, I no, I don't think so. I never set that up, so I don't think so. Okay, Michael, <laughs> All Linda. Right. Thank you, Linda. Go. Uh, I have noticed when my friend calls on WhatsApp, it seems to ring and ring and ring. I go, wow, it sure is ringing a lot. <laughs> okay. More than normal. <laughs> okay, good. So I'm not crazy. Michael, yes, sir. At 91, he shouldn't even be driving. We're <laughs> 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 just jealous. <laughs> He is one of those cars. Yes, he is driving with one hand while talking on the cell phone. It's like dealing with a teenager. All right. Okay. All right. Y'all, thank you. This this is Chris. Yes, Chris. Can can he just borrow your brother's car? (laughs) The Tesla. I know. I still have to. Okay, that ain't going to happen. Okay, Brad, thank you so much for helping me facilitate tonight. And uh, we appreciate everybody participating. Lots of people asking questions. That's what we're here for. So real quick, tomorrow's Clubhouse. Thursday's the book club. 86,217 is the DB number. Start reading. I know Ned is diligently reading right now. (laughs) I thought that was maybe how many pages long it was. It's 10 hours and 19 minutes. (laughs) Then we have a movie is Loving. It's going to be a really interesting movie about an interracial a uh, couple it be- went to the supreme court it is a really very uh mm. it's going to be a it's a legal movie it's a love story and it is called oh. loving because that is their name <clears throat> believe it or not so come and check that how out how long is it what how long is it <laughs> i don't know i went out from the other night it's two <laughs> hours and two hours and three minutes two hours uh, and three minutes okay. A short movie. This is a nice love story. Okay. No killing involved that I know of. Okay. Oh, I hope not. No killing. Okay. And then, so that's all for now. And check out our website, ibugtoday.org, to get all the information that's coming up and visit us on YouTube and follow us on Twitter and follow us on Facebook. And we are so grateful for everybody. See y'all tomorrow or anytime this week. Talk to you soon. Have a good night. What time is book club? Bye. What time is book club? 6 30 Thursday. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Brooks. Okay. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.